You are now listening to the Solomon Attention Podcast. Miss Vandy Dawson. Um, we connected and she's got some amazing work going. And I thought that uh, it would be good to kind of, um, you know, showcase her work on this podcast and have this dope conversation. Uh, so she's the CEO and founder of Take My Hand and Delicate Flowers. So she's, she's, she's working. She's a hustler, right? So uh, welcome, Miss Dawson. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me tonight. Good. good. So where where are you where are you from? Where are you located? Um, I'm in the DMV area. Okay. DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Okay. Um, I've been here for quite some time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 So, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and your journey. Okay. Well, so my background actually, um, I just finished my master's. I have okay. a graduation coming up on Friday. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, y'all make sure y'all send us some love, man, getting a master's <laughs> degree. That's that's dope. But I mentioned that because it's in clinical mental health counseling. Okay. Um, I never knew I was going to be a mental health counselor. And that all started from, I would say it started when I was in the military. So I... Some of my background, I'm an Air Force veteran. I served for eight years or eight and a half years. Okay. And while I was serving, I found my calling as a sexual assault victim advocate. Wow. Right. So I started doing that work and I loved it. Right. And I then went to school, finished school up um, in counseling because I felt like they go hands in hand. And I felt like also, you know, getting my education with counseling will help me to help survivors more um, wow. overcome their trauma. So that's, that's a little bit of my background. Um, I have a beautiful son. Uh, <laughs> a teenager, a teenage, a teen boy, okay. a single mama, and you know, thing. yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making life happen, and it wasn't always easy, and it's not always easy, but wow. I come from a life of trauma, yeah, a cycle of abuse. That's where I came from, yeah. and throughout the journey. It's been one emotional roller coaster. It's um, been tough. I, you know, I am blessed and I'm truly thankful that I'm here yes. today, right now, to yeah. even be sharing this. Yeah. But I could be dead. Yeah. That's where I came from. I could be dead, but I'm not. And because I'm not, because I have life in me, because I have life in me, I feel like I have to help other people yeah. realize that they have life. As well, yeah. So, I think what you just said was like really profound, the fact that, you know, you recognize 
where you come from and you recognize where you are, but you also recognize the responsibility that you have to serve others in this work. And so I just want to acknowledge your journey. And, and uh, I, I now know because, you know, I'm, I learn about folks as I have conversations, you know, I don't do a lot of deep background before I talk to people because I think it's just healthy just to kind of come into this, you know, with just some service stuff, but like you have an amazing story of, of resiliency and, and now you're doing good work. And so I definitely want to dive into that because I think that as our listeners are hearing you, they probably want to know, well, how, how did she pull herself out of this? And she's this amazing uh, mom and career woman and about to get this master's degree. Uh, Cause that's what I want to know too. I want to know your journey. So uh, talk about that. What was the journey to kind of come through that? Um, my journey coming through that was learning to love me. Yeah. I hated myself and it reflected. It reflected in the relationships around me. Yeah. And I had to learn how to love me. Yeah. And in order for me to learn how to love me, I had to understand that God loves me. Yeah. My whole entire journey is God bringing me through. That's my journey. That's, that's I, I was a lost girl. I was lost and I started, you know, getting into the word. I started really um, trusting God. And with that, that's, that's the spiritual part. But along with the spiritual, we have to do some natural work. Yeah. Going to counseling. Yeah. Had to go to counseling. Um, I started doing things that made me feel good. Yeah. And I think that's so important. I think we, you know, we do things to make sure others feel good. Yeah. But we have to we have to take care of ourselves too. And when you start loving you, you start taking care of yourself. Yeah. And you start taking care of yourself better. Right. I think I think what you just said was I don't know, you know, as I listen to you, <laughs> the, your ability to just to, to just really own things and to communicate where you are, a lot of us struggle to do. And you, you talked about the fact that you didn't like yourself. <laughs> and, so, and so I guess for me and for listeners, you know, how did you get to this space of just really being able to talk about it this way? I know you mentioned uh, that you had therapy and prayer but I think even with that, people still aren't confident to own their stuff or to earn, own how they feel, how that made them feel. And so, like, how did you, where, where, where does this confidence come from that you can just clearly articulate your stuff like this? It's interesting that you ask that because even going back to, you know, me being um, a victim advocate, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a survivor of child sexual abuse and um you know just sexual assault as an adult and yeah before I was silenced I was silenced for so long right and inside was this voice just brewing just waiting to be heard 
okay? And before I became that victim advocate, I would run away from sexual assault, anything. But then I started taking baby steps, right? right? And I got into my field. Then I got into my journey, right? And as I got deeper, as I started walking on my path, becoming the woman that I am now, um, I started, I started speaking up more. I stopped caring about what people was gonna think. And then while God, God is guiding me yeah. through the whole thing, I just kept my focus on him and understanding that I have a testimony. I have a testimony to be told and my testimony is going to set somebody else free. See, yeah. I got set free. Yeah. Now, because I've been set free, I got to help somebody else. Yeah. So, uh, but so that's that's good. So, here's something I want to ask you because I, I um, I've heard this, and it's certain something that I've reflected on. And you 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 you've got a, a story, you've got a platform. But uh, one of the things that I've kind of utilized in my life to move past things is to really try to conceptualize what is trauma, right? And to, and to understand what trauma is, but also understand that things that happen to you uh, has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the other person. And we're not just talking about assault, just people that hurt yeah. you, disrespect you, you know, people who, who, who don't treat you how you need to be treated in any type of way. You know, sometimes we, we, we hold those grudges or we can't move past that. But what do you think about it? about that statement is that an accurate statement in, in your field to say that things that happen to us has nothing to do with us and it's more about the other person people always say that you got to forgive for the other person i'm sorry you got to forgive for yourself etc cetera, etc cetera. you think that's is that accurate um it depends because trauma i always say trauma looks different and trauma is different for everybody yeah. um what may be traumatic for one may not be traumatic for somebody else it may not be traumatic for somebody else. Somebody could fall off their bike, break their arm, right? right be traumatized. Right. Yeah. For they could carry that fear into their adulthood. They don't ever want to get Ride on the bike, bike again. Or, yeah. Or do anything that's you know adventurous because they fear they may hurt themselves. They've been traumatized. That has nothing to do with somebody else. Point. Point. See, yeah, I'm glad we're having this discussion. So like it's, so that that's good. So it's those type of statements that I think that we um, conceptualize in our subconscious that aren't always accurate. So I'm glad you you brought that out. You taught me something. Yeah. <laughs> but for trauma nowadays, when we hear trauma, of course it goes, we think of immediately we think about sexual trauma, yeah, physical yeah. trauma, psychological, emotional. Yeah. We think of those things because it happens more often. Yeah. Developmental trauma. Yes. Is that, is that yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your work. So you've got this amazing story. You've come through some things. You talked a little bit about your journey. Um, how has this manifested in work? You talked about how you, you felt that you had this responsibility to, to share your testimony, to help others. So, so how are you doing that in, in your businesses? Um, with my work, um, God, <laughs> God, gotcha. God, yeah. um, I have an assignment on my life. 
yeah. and we all do now whether we want to accept it or not that's our choice but yeah. i've accepted that i have an assignment um that keeps me going yeah because i know my uh, again my assignment is is not just for me my assignment is to help others yeah that is i need to i have to love on other people i have to help people heal yeah um i have to help people have hope again and all of my work yeah it is to glorify god that that, that right there yeah. <laughs> if whatever about. i do is not glorifying god i'm not doing it right right wow so so tell us about so tell us specifically about your businesses um, so I have a, I have Delicate Flowers, which is okay. my nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them, all of my businesses are near and dear to my heart, but Delicate Flowers um, is my baby. And I say that because I'm mentoring girls. I'm spending yeah. time with girls. I'm building them up. I'm that, being that extra person, that extra support that they need. Um, you know, in their lives as they transition into womanhood. Yeah. Um, I started Delicate Flowers and admit, and I have a desire to mentor girls because I grew up in foster care. Yeah. And I didn't have all that. The, the desire was there, you know, that attention, wanting somebody to really spend time with me. And I want to, well, I, I do that for other girls. Um, and I plan on like one of my goals is to get it into the foster care system Yeah. because it's, it's very much needed. Mentoring girls. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got a lot of questions about that, but just keep talking. So what's the, what's the next, <laughs> the next business that you got? Um, okay. So from delicate flowers so there's there's a couple things that I'm doing um I also have um I just actually just had our inaugural conference which was flowers in the garden congratulations on that I saw it on IG congrats (laughs) on that thank you it was such a beautiful moment because it wasn't just a conference for women it was for women and youth for young for young girls and it was beautiful to give them that experience to open up and we just come together and just really pour out our hearts. Yeah. And it's so much needed. So that's annual. Um, okay. And I'm excited about that. Um, and I have Take My Hand, which it, that kind of surrounds all like just my mental health work yeah. now. So I'm about to graduate um this weekend have to sit for my licensure exam but i plan on eventually having a private practice um and like right now i provide trainings on sexual um, abuse awareness uh interpersonal violence uh do suicide awareness um, anger management and other trainings and i actually provide this now to the community and yeah. um in the military for the military so based off your you you've got personal experience you've got professional experience you've got academic experience so what are and I'm, I'm sure you stay abreast just because of who you are so what are some of the major issues that you think 
that women are facing today? And, and what recommendations do you have to help women move past some of those issues? Um, I would say two of the major issues that I think women are facing is women being abused still. Yeah. And not only them just being abused, but them recovering from it, recovering from their trauma. Yeah. Like that's a major issue because it's carrying out into how women parent their children. And I would say along with that, feeling unloved, feeling unloved, um, not feeling worthy. And I think it all goes hand in hand. I think that women can get into some therapy, go to church, get around like um, good support systems. Yeah. Strong support systems and cut off anything that's hurting them and them understanding that it's okay to let go of what's killing their soul, what's killing their heart. I think that's um, one of the major issues. And I think that's some things that they can do to overcome. Um, and just also remember that even with recovering from trauma and even learning to love yourself, it takes time. So having some grace and patience yeah for your for themselves or for ourselves things take time yeah it does and uh i mean we definitely want to have you back because there's there's so many <laughs> so many things that you talked about that i think are definitely conversations that we need to have but one mm -hmm. of the things that you and i did talk about that we wanted to talk about was domestic violence awareness yeah. i know this is something that's um near and dear to, to, to you and, and uh, it's impacted so many people in different ways. And so I definitely wanna uh, give you that space to talk about what you feel is important uh, that, that women or, or any listener might need to know about domestic violence. Mm. Whew, DV yeah. awareness is a heavy topic. Um, yeah. I'm a survivor. Yeah. That's, um, I was, you know, in an abusive situation for four to five years yeah. and again thank god i'm alive but because i'm alive this is what i would tell any woman that is still in a domestic violence situation that is not your portion queen <laughs> yeah. or sir because guys go through domestic violence too but okay. it you hear the stat the statistics is more women yeah um you don't have to stay in that. Women don't have to stay in that. That is not love. If somebody's hurting you, if somebody's putting their hands on you, that is not love. You deserve, women deserve to be loved. Yeah. They don't, they don't have to take that. And there's that fear of leaving. Where am I going to go? Um, maybe, you know, some guys, they may, you know, try to you know, stalk you or really hurt you. Um, there is domestic violence hotlines. Somebody cares. There's help. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't stress that enough. There is support for women to get out of those situations and for yeah. them to start their life fresh. 
Yeah. And so I, you know, this wasn't what I kind of wanted to lead with, but what, what I listened to your story and, and how you're able to articulate things and communicate and advocate and have all these amazing programs. Um, I, 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 I see somebody, I hear somebody that has overcame fear. Uh, and so I would love to know, you know what I'm saying, as you've been growing and developing, how, and I know this conversation is primarily for, for women who, who may listen, but I think that we can all learn a little bit about how, how we can move past fear in life, especially when we go through certain things, but you have found this way to find uh, purpose in, in the things that you went through, and, and you not only uh, put plans out on paper, you, you're actually doing it in a, in a big way. So how'd you move past fear? What, can, what advice can you share to people that might be struggling in that space? Um, when it comes to fear, because fear looks different, yeah. remember this and you know I'm, thank you that you said that <laughs> um, yeah. I still struggle sometimes and when I do I, I I say the word God's word never comes back void but God did not give us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind yeah. if it's not making your mind at peace or if it's not sound if it's causing you confusion if you're scared that ain't from God. And as long as we remember that God is with us, he goes before us, he's holding our hands. So he's behind, he's beside us. He's behind us. He's, he's leading the way. We don't have nothing to fear. Yeah, so when that, that fear sneaks in, that's all you got to tell yourself. It's yeah. like, uh-uh, it's not God. That was dope advice. That was dope advice. That was real practical. You know, and I appreciate how you know, over-spiritualize, you know, sometimes people get all, you know, and thus said the Lord and all of this, which is fine. But, you know, I like, I like practical. I like reality. And I, I think you, you broke that down very well. Um, I know it definitely helped me. And I know that so many other listeners uh, that are going to tune into this episode are going to be inspired as well. So, um, so what are some, what are some different hot topics that you think uh, are impacting women today, lighting up the mood a little bit? What's some hot topics, man? What's going on? So when we say, when we talk about impacting, right? Yeah. When I think of impacting, I think that it doesn't always have to be negative. Right. Impacting could be, you could be impacted in a good way. Right. And one of the things that I see, I've seen lately is women supporting each other. Okay. Okay, cool. I am loving it. I am totally loving it. I love to see all the women groups. Cause you know, before you heard like, you'll hear like, oh, women bashing each other. Yeah. Now, yes, that still happens. <laughs> or, you know, women bring each other down, but you see so many women support groups now. Okay. And it's just like queens building up other queens. Yeah. And I'm just love, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And it's just yeah. so many. If you're not in a group, Get in the group. Get in the go find you a group because they're out here and there's so many. Yeah. Why do you think that is? What you think has caused the shift? Um, community. People are women are tired of right. how things was. You know, we're gotcha. we're strong. Women are strong. We are dope. <laughs> I like it. Hey, nah, I like it. I women like it. Dope. I, I'm I'm really happy to be a woman. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> we we are strong. Yeah. We're yeah. We we love our strong queens too. I want to put that out there. We <laughs> we love our strong queens. Uh, we we love that. So so more group. What's what else is going on? Um, from your view, that's that's really been positively impacting women. More support. Mm-hmm. I see the support. Um, yeah. I like how uh more women are go like they're talking about even men too but i yeah. love to see that people are normalizing therapy normalizing therapy yeah i have noticed that shift i have noticed that shift shift I yes yeah. and i'm like yes you know breaking mental health stigmas and yeah. another thing i've been seeing especially on social media is love and i'm just loving it like love like, Black love, yes. <laughs> That's been dope. I've been noticing that too. People falling in love and all that type of good stuff. Yes. You know? Like love is for us. And yeah. like even relationships, like that black love um, is out there for us. And yeah. I love to see all the, I like to hear people's stories. I love to see all the pictures. I, I love it. I, watch, I like watching the videos. And yeah. you just yeah. see so much of it. Yeah. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it inspiring. is. Yeah, that's dope. We're definitely gonna have a part two of this conversation. I, I'm <laughs> because you know I think you you're a dope person and you definitely you. Um, just shared so many gems. And I know that that uh, women that are gonna tune into this episode and I think men too are gonna be inspired by your work, man. And keep doing great things. I'm so happy and proud that you you about to get this master's degree on Friday. So man, do your thing, celebrate, have a drink, turn <laughs> up, do whatever you do uh, because you know you deserve it. And uh, I, I believe that degree is just only gonna just take you further and put you in more spaces. And we need more blacks um, that, that or I'm always supporting folks getting any type of education but I also like to see when when people of color we want to desire more because we need to be in yeah. all spaces so like kudos to you uh so so tell tell our audience about your brand any upcoming projects how can we follow you on social media Miss Vanity Dawson you even got this famous name Vanity <laughs> Vanity Dawson like I feel like that should be on a billboard somewhere, yeah, like the Vanity Dawson show. I, I might have gave you an idea. You know, send me. It's funny you say that. Send me a send me a royalty check. I'm just kidding. Because I'm actually like on the legal side. This is <laughs> the work nobody wants to do. I'm actually right. about to bring all the businesses underneath Vanity Dawson. I like it. Vanity Dawson sounds good. I think we're gonna be seeing that on TV <laughs> show one day. The Vanity Dawson show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how can right. we follow you on social? Um. So I'm on um, Instagram at vanity uh, underscore Dawson. Okay. Um, and then on, on that page, I have a link to all my other pages. So my yeah. conference, the mentoring and the mental health. I'm on Facebook and um, like something I'm working on. I'm working on Prayer Pal right now. Um, I'm excited about that. What, what is it called again? What do you say? Prayer pal. Prayer pal. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so what you gonna you're gonna help people like somebody who needs a prayer partner link up with your business and you can <laughs> no no I'm I'm serious. That that's gonna be like I think it's dope. I think it's dope. Like you know so for pray well the start of prayer pal, I, I write prayer letters. Gotcha. Um, and I like to I love writing. 
Okay. Um, so I, I write prayer letters for people. I write, I like to write prayers and I like to give them out. So I'm actually working on a subscription right now. And I'm about to um, actually drop a subscription box starting That's in dope. December. And so you're going to write prayers for card. people. You're going to write prayers for people. Yes. That's yes. dope, man. That's dope. Because they'll always have it. And all they have to do is read it out. You Words really know Jesus it. if you can write prayers for people. Like you really... <laughs> You really, you really know the Lord for real, for real. I don't think I could write no, no prayer for nobody. I love it. That'd be like the good Lord be like, you stole, you got this from Solomon, didn't you? <laughs> like, nah, I'm not. But uh, the fact that you can write prayers for people, like that is dope. You know Jesus for real, for real. <laughs> we know your prayers get through. If they so good, you can write them for other people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need it. Prayers power. Prayers powerful, and we yeah. need it in our lives. So I'm gonna write it, and people are gonna have it. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope, man. Well, I definitely want to support. Uh, I did. I mean, I might, I might subscribe. My... We're looking for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be dropping. So I think that's dope, man. Uh, you're gonna do great things, Miss Vanny Dawson, and thank you so much for uh, coming on our podcast, gracing us, and connecting with me. And we got we got this coordinated very quickly, but uh, I, I got a good feeling that uh, you're gonna be back on our podcast. But I feel like that uh, this is just the beginning. Uh, we're gonna hear from you in uh, other capacities. So. Mm-hmm.